Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. On every episode of Status Life with Lita, we take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. We want to take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. My name is Derek Hayes, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, Miss Lita Brooks. Good afternoon, Lita. Good afternoon. It's always nice to see you. We're back. You. Yeah, exactly. The week flies by. It's amazing. But before we start the show, uh, a quick reminder that Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs, and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia? Make the right call to the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Let's get started. Today's show, I, I want to talk before we get into the, the meat of the, the show, I want to talk a little bit about the store. Let's talk about status market. Let's talk about what's going on. How, how are things going right status now? Status home design and the status market. So the status market is the e-commerce store, which has absolutely taken off during this shutdown. Um, everyone's shopping from home. It's been fabulous. I was at the post office this morning mailing boxes at 9 a.m. Uh, so that's that's been going great. We've got lots of new merchandise restocked. And the store, Status Home Design, I think it was you, Derek. Didn't you give me the stat that retail as a whole was up yes. 17%? Correct. It, it's the largest increase in retail sales ever since they've been recording those stats. We had a 17% jump between the months of May and June. So let me just put this into perspective. My business mentors have explained to me that if you get a 4% increase for the entire year, you're doing phenomenal. That is that is what you can expect in the world of retail. So to hear and see 17% in one month. Now, I don't think that's going to sustain for the entire year. I think right now retail is booming because there are so many other things that have taken a pause, like sports, right. travel. Um, we're, we're hunkering down. We're still sheltered in place. And here in Georgia, we're seeing the numbers rise. So people are really kind of you know we're still sheltered along to some those, degree right along those same lines about being sheltered in place you talked about last show how the status market was completely sold out of merchandise yeah. but you've already replenished that correct we had to oh yes yes we, what we could get our hands on we've had loaded and yes we we've got plenty up there we did a live last wednesday night and sold all the merchandise and we've got another one tonight at 8 30 you can go to the facebook page the status market and it's at me. You can watch me live at 8.30 with all new merchandise. Now, there's plenty up on the store, but this is just what we feature each Wednesday night. Yeah, and that live sale is every Wednesday, correct? Correct. Yeah, I remember last show, and, and I purposely gone and looked at the new merchandise, and I didn't realize you'd already sold out of that, too. Yes, yes. That's amazing. Yeah, so that speaks volumes, right. again, about the retail industry and how it's going. Well, today on the show, we do have a special guest, Miss Amy Appling. We're going to talk a lot to Amy today, and we'll get to a fantastic nonprofit that she's created. We're going to go in depth about that uh, later on in the show, but welcome today, Amy. Glad Thank to have you. you here. Thanks for having me. Well, Lita, let's talk about you again. I know that you're quite the entrepreneur. You have a lot going on. I want to dig deeper into that and talk more about you today. Oh boy. No I, pressure on I this one. It. Yeah, seriously. We're going to talk a lot more about you today. 
So I'll let you start. I'm, my mouth is open. What, what do you want me to start with? Well, you've never been silent and speechless. I know better than that. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about what I do, right? We can start. You said the word entrepreneur. I am a lifestyle blogger, and it is Status Life with Lita. That's how the podcast was born. So everyone listening here, there is a blog. Uh, I We just talked about Status Home Design. That is my retail store. We are having our five-year anniversary this summer of the retail store. Uh, now I'm an e-commerce store owner. We launched that last Christmas. So I'm about six, seven months into my e-commerce store, which has taken off. And already so selling great. out of merchandise. Yeah, yeah, all, all things. But um, it keeps me definitely a busy lady. Yeah, and, and also want to throw in their interior designer. We've done yes. shows about the de- difference between interior designer and interior decorator, and you are an interior designer, and I know that's a thriving business for you, and you've won Best of Gwinnett. Yes. Uh, which Gwinnett County is the county we're located here in Metro Atlanta, and every year they do votes from customers and people within the county and even outside the county to vote for the best of. And I know you've won the best of Gwinnett uh, at least a couple of times. Well, yeah. Yep. A few years in a row. Absolutely. Um, But thank you. Uh, There's four interior designers that work for the firm. We are looking for more. I've got a stack of resumes on my desk because we are growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, Yes. But an interior designer by trade, I'm 20 years into the business. I guess that speaks to my age to some degree, (laughs) but let's just go with it speaks to my experience. Um, yeah, this is 2020, and I graduated from college in 2000. That was 20 years ago, That's and I've been math. doing interior do design one. ever since. Yeah. That, so. Well, I do want to talk, too, just kind of a side note about the benefit of having an interior designer with a retail store and access to merchandise. You can order the furniture and uh, provide a lot better discount, basically, for those things than, than some other interior designers. Sure. It's a, truly a one-stop shop with what you've got there. I think it's a big misconception that people think when you hire an interior designer, you're actually going to spend more money. But it is it can be quite the opposite, especially if you hire the right person. We have everything at our fingertips. If it's the day of the install, so you're grabbing all those decorating items, 12,000 square foot retail store. Everything is right there. We don't have to order everything. We don't have to go to TJ Maxx and at home. Those stores are great, but that is retail pricing. When you hire an interior designer, especially one with their own brick and mortar, we get wholesale pricing and we are able to pass that off onto our clients. Which is terrific. And also to the vendor booths. You have 70 vendor booths? Yeah, it's a very different business model, right? In that 12,000 square feet, I have 70 vendors that pay for space almost like an antique mall but very upscale i was gonna say it's definitely more yes. upscale than the we don't general sell very many antique antiques mall. right and, and ultimately you can find that unique piece that you may not find in a catalog somewhere based on the repurposing someone's done of a piece of furniture or design work they've done it's, it's incredible so we have the one-of-a-kind aspect and we also have the interior design aspect and the wholesale aspect so it, the whole store has always been the concept that you just mentioned the one-stop shop and you do have a customer here today too amy's also a customer she's in there a lot i see her yeah. in the store frequently. <laughs> you have your freaking buyer, buyer cards i think you've gone through what five uh, six no, eight I don't ten know. I don't know. But well, her husband might be listening, so yeah. you probably yeah, can't right. say yeah, yeah. that, Amy's right? Amy's never been don't in the store her, before. Don't get her in trouble. We'll give her directions. <laughs> she can stop by later. Um, but I do want to move on a little bit because I want to make sure we cover a lot more about you and, and dig deeper. Okay. Even. So you use the hashtag design your life on all your posts, your website, your Instagram, Facebook, all those kind of things. What exactly does the hashtag design your life mean? Okay. So my hashtag, it's my branded hashtag, design your life. And... 
So I'm an interior designer by trade. We've talked about that many times. If you're following all these shows, I hope you've learned a lot. That's an easy tool for me to teach. I've been an interior designer for 20 years. I can teach you about home staging. I can teach you about trends. Um, really getting deeper than that. That's what Status Life with Lita is. There are lots of different quotes out there for inspiration. A uh, couple of my favorites, my absolute favorite is she believed she could. I have that all over my say, office. That's, over that's, that's my too. number one. She believed she could. That really encompasses me. There's if, if I set my mind to something, it's my favorite thing to achieve it. Difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations and do what makes your soul shine. I think quotes, even as a couple of years ago, what, four or five years ago, we just started seeing quotes on everything, all the signage. I mean, Pinterest probably had a lot to do with that. Um, I've heard them called quotes specifically messages of the soul and you're going to do an inspirational lifestyle blog and, and a podcast. And I started thinking what really speaks to my soul. So design your life. It really encompasses lifestyle and it encompasses design, not so much just your home. You can design your home, but when you design your life, whether it's your love life, your family life, your career and your home, you have to work each day at it, right? You can't just make a beautiful home and sure. have an unhappy marriage. That's very, very deep. Right. Well, and, and that's what design your life is. That's what it means to me. And that's what I'm trying to help. That is, that is the intention. The podcast is to teach everyone listening how to truly design a life that they love. Um, you know, it, it comes easy for me to be a teacher, but kids being a working mom, the guilt that comes with that, relationships, marriage, even divorce, anything that encompasses your life, that's what this podcast and my blog are here to help. And I'll throw in there food, nutrition, traveling, all those other aspects of life that, again, make you who you are, number one, and, and help you in, in achieving that designed life you're looking for. You know, the list is long, absolutely. And, and food, nutrition, those are all things that, I mean, we're going to dig even deeper with that today. Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit more about that and how those things um, affect you and in, in, in your designed life. And, and again, going specifically into your background. So... I don't even know where to start. I mean, I guess I could I could talk about Gabriel a little bit. Um, you know, my son, he's autistic. And that has challenges in and of itself. Um, I, I do think I'll get into him a little bit more in a future show. It's still a, a subject that can be very raw. Um, putting him out there, putting stories about him, the struggles that he has. But I think it's important because if I'm going to speak to designing a life that I love, there's a lot of parents out there that struggle with special needs children, and I have one. And as giving me this platform, I hope that I can be a support system to many, many parents that are listening. Um, what else? Um, well, he's wonderful. He's absolutely oh, wonderful. He's I'm going to speak to that for a second. Well, thanks. Uh, and you're, having said that, also wonderful for him and yeah. to him. Yeah. And, and you both um, are, are very good That's to each precious. other and with each other. But uh, you, you mentioned divorce earlier. I want to talk about that for a few minutes. And, and um, I don't know if that's something you want to talk about or not, but can we talk a little bit more about that? Mine was far different than yours. I can say that. You and I have been together for over two years now, and I'm amazed at the relationship that you have with your ex. Yeah, I have been asked to speak about this many times. I've heard um, people yes, ask you. Yes. yes, how do you do it? How do you 
um, and and your ex, I don't know if I can call him by his name. Would he appreciate that? I don't know. Well, um, he, he <laughs> I hate the ex. Oh, those are my ex-in-laws. That's my. I hate it. I hate it because these people are very near and dear to my heart, and and he is too. He's and still I think your friend. And that's he's very key. much my friend. Um, the kids think that the verbiage that they've been given is that. Um, mommy loves Derek, but daddy is mommy's best friend. And I don't think that's a situation in a divorce that you hear about very much. And I think that's why people who are divorced and they've had struggles, divorce is very painful. Even if you have the best divorce in the best of situations, which is rare, I do know that, it takes a lot of work. You know, marriage takes a lot of work. Divorce takes a lot of work too. You don't just cut that other person out of your life and try to raise children together without being able to communicate, um, raising those kids together, giving them a strong foundation. One of the things that we implemented years ago was family dinners. And he comes over one night a week and I cook a huge spread. I'll start with an appetizer and cook everything and have a dessert and we sit down as a family. And that's very unique, but I cannot express how excited the kids are, the smiles on their faces, and the stability that that gives them, that even though mommy and daddy live separate and have our own separate relationships, that we are able, they see us talk, you know, we're able to come together. Let me finish my sentence. Sorry, I'm getting ahead That's of myself. Um, but we are, we're able to come together, which makes us able to communicate. Sure, sure. And, and I can say too, that again, you and I've been dating now for over a couple of years. I'm around him frequently as well. And think nothing of it I view him as you said as one of your best friends and we have good conversation get along fine and uh, help each other out at times with different things I've helped him with things and quite frankly he's helped me with things as well it's a terrific post-marriage relationship that you generally do not see and uh, the the benefit to the kids is tremendous so I designed that I put exactly. a lot of work into that I put a lot of thought into that I've I've had a lot of conversation with him about that I mean again it's not something that just because he's out of my life and we're not married, he's way over here. No, he is their father and I still care about him and he will be family to me forever. And to me, that is very important to maintain. And so I hope anyone listening, if you have struggles, I know there are so many things out there that are so painful and the fighting and name calling and cheating. And there are so many things that make a divorce so ugly. That's not what I'm touching on. I'm touching on when all of that is said and done, how do you come together and truly design a life for your children? Because that they are your responsibility. Right, it could have been very brutal. And I know from experience, there are a lot of very brutal divorces out there and post-divorce relationships that just never go where they should. And the kids suffer really more so than the adults do in mm -hmm. that situation. But yours, thankfully, are benefiting from the great relationship that you and two, you two still maintain uh, and as you said he has his own relationship going as well so yeah she's uh, wonderful right exactly you know, the, the kids are excited and thrilled to see her as much as they are him when they're able to go and spend time with him all right well you've talked a few weeks about uh, wanting to lose weight and this overall health journey that you've kind of got me going on as well uh, I guess I'm vicariously connected to you in that way i've been doing the protein shakes and all those things myself you're doing great salads for lunch every day frequently you've yeah. completely changed your diet well, I still i'm not positive what the soda situation looks at it looks like at your office i'm gonna have to call the girls and and see it's not that bad yeah okay i promise i'm yeah. not a coffee drinker i never right. have been never right. will be i just don't like coffee but 
my caffeine source tends to be a soft drink and uh, maybe one or a half sometimes. Which is better. A half, not even a full okay. one in a day. So, okay. yes, it has gotten better. But so sitting across from you now, I, I can see that the hard work's paying off. I mean, the choices you've made have been tough, but you've been doing very well with this journey. And I want you to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's time, right? We set up a teaser for this on the last show, um, and it took a while. I feel like we've been talking about this for maybe the last three or four shows, and that is part of what I want to address, because when you finally decide, it, it takes a minute. I think the hardest part of this is getting started. It, you know, you can say, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. Everything is tight. I want to lose weight. But saying it and doing it are two very different things. You know, the scale was not higher because I was doing everything right. And for me, it was 100% my lifestyle. And I know that. And I still struggle with that, even though the scale is, is going in the right direction. Um, well, let me, let me elaborate on that. The scale is actually stuck. The, I, the scale <laughs> is not moving very much. Um, we've all heard muscle weighs more than fat. Muscle weighs more than fat. Because I look different. I am down. I am currently down two sizes. My shorts that were two sizes, I am now wearing comfortably. That's huge. And yet the scale only says five pounds. But but you look tremendously. um, I I don't want to say better. You always look terrific. But I can see the difference. I'm just kidding. You look great. (laughs) But I can see the difference. I can truly see the difference. And we all are coming off that, what, Corona 15? Is that what it was called? During the shutdown? Yeah, what was the tagline for that? They were calling Corona 15? Quarantine 15. Yeah, Yeah. quarantine 15. Quarantine 15. Well, I had had plenty of it on before. Um, Well, I... I'm, see, it, I'm in he, that awkward position. He is position. in an awkward spot. I know, but I know. And I'm very honest about this. It took a minute for me to even be able to talk about this on air. What woman wants to talk about the fact that she has 10 pounds on? And I didn't have 10. I had 15, and 15 went to 20. And that's a lot for me, for my frame. And, and I'm being very open and honest about that, right? I mean, it's very vulnerable to say I'm wearing bigger clothes and I truly have weight on that I want off and I'm not getting any younger and it sticks a lot different. Obviously, my metabolism is not working. My 20s, my 30s, I could look at my running shoes and lose weight. And now, no, it is not the case. Um, Well, I know getting started is always the tough part, but kind of give us an idea as to what your routine is like. Uh, in other words, what what does your day start like? Just give us, again, a kind of a rundown. Okay, so let me go just do a quick synopsis of what my day looked like with the extra weight on, because I think that's very important. Anyone listening, sitting in that same pocket, which is a lot of people, men and women, every have reached out on social media. Let's do this together. You know, I put it out there. Um, I would wake up and I'm not generally hungry in the mornings. It would be coffee and I would go straight to work and without snacks, there's a lot of fast food places around status. It's two or three o'clock before I pause enough. And by then I'm starving. So I'm pausing because I'm starving. And then it's anything that I can eat too much of it, too much grease, too much sodium. Um, I get home three, four o'clock, probably have a snack, and then I make a dinner or have dinner, and and I eat out a lot. That yeah, is a we, big. We eat out. That a is lot. that is a problem. I am not cooking like I should. It is this busy lifestyle. We started the top of this show talking about every, all these ventures that I have. 
did we talk about the fact that I have two small children and I don't even know if we hit on that. We talked about the businesses and they're all time consuming. There's Mm -hmm. four businesses. That's a lot of bookkeeping, a lot of accounting, a lot of marketing. Just because I have them, they all have to run and they're all successful. Thankfully, that's that's a blessing. And coordinating play dates and getting kids to and from this. Their sports. Right. Exactly. It's it's overwhelming. And again, I say this because I know that there's a lot of people out there that sit in that same pocket. So the weight started creeping on. And for me, I work full time. There is not time enough to go to the gym. And as much as I absolutely love running and I love exercising when I'm doing it, I found that I'm having a really hard time carving out the time. Mm -hmm. I just am. You know, we have to make it a priority. But there were so many other things that take priority that it fell by the wayside. No matter how hard you try, those things just don't lead to Absolutely. You got to work around them. Yeah. At night, I'm tired. That's the tough part. Yeah. Well, I know there are a lot of countless, or there, I say a lot, there are countless programs out there, plans and things that that you can do, uh, diet plans, exercise plans, those kind of things. Is there any one in particular that you've been doing? Yes. I had to start one, and I, I had to do this to get it under control. Because as many weeks as I started saying, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm going to do it. The weeks were just ticking by. And so for me, I, I looked at Weight Watchers, and I'm calling them out. Not I have friends on all these. This was a lot of research. This was a lot of talking. Um, I looked at Nutrisystem, and I have done that in the past with success. Um, I have family members on that right now having success. So that's great, and we can talk about that later. That's not what I'm doing. What I chose to do was a system called Isogenics. Now, if you know about Isogenics, stay here with me for a second. If you don't know about it, definitely stay and let me tell you. I'm not going to dig too deep into this. I just want to give you the basics and why it works for me. That's it. On the next show, I've got two experts coming on. One is a nurse and one is a 47-year-old mom. She's a mother of two and when you see the pictures, she is beyond stunning. I mean, her body takes any young 20-something who's never had children and puts it to shame. Um, and they both really help me. They are my isogenics mentors and coaching. And, and it's, it's not an easy system. These are systems that take work, and, and I like the coaching aspect. So if I have a question, if something's not right, um, I can call these ladies. So I'm going to bring them on to really get dig deep and explain what this is. But my kind of two cents, my overview on this, it is a pure food and nutrition program. So when you buy Isogenics, you buy their protein shakes, you buy their vitamins, you buy their cleanse. So it is one complete system. And that is what I needed. I needed it to be in my face, on my counter. <laughs> I need to be able to make those shakes and go to work. I have absolutely no trouble drinking a shake and drinking my vitamins or, or taking, but you, you drink something and you, and you take a pill. But anyway, that's for next show. Um, but for me, again, it's, if it's not right there in front of me, I'm going to just forget about it and race out the door because I'm late for work and the kids, you know, again, it's lifestyle. So this fits into my lifestyle like a glove. Drink a shake, have a 100-calorie snack, so I'm keeping nuts in my purse, I'm taking a hard-boiled egg to work, I'm eating a cheese stick, something high-protein, another shake for lunch, or they call it your knife and fork meal. So let's say I want to go out to lunch, then I'll have a shake for dinner. So it doesn't have to be so strict and so regimented, but you're having a shake, a snack, a shake, a snack, and then a healthy dinner. It works. Yeah, For my, me, it works seamless. My two cents is I've tried those shakes, and they were great. They're, They're actually really good. Oh, my gosh. They are so good. Some of them taste like milkshakes, but 
Yeah, you know, you can get right. dairy free. So if if whey, if whey and things really bother you, they have all those options. It, you know, I have one kidney. We've talked in a past show. I am a kidney donor. Um, I believe that Isagenics was started by a doctor for his child. I believe it was his daughter who only had one kidney. So for me, I wasn't afraid of this system. Uh, I, you know, there's a lot of things that I really have to be careful with. And, and this works. It, it works solely for the lifestyle. So if there's someone sitting there listening to me and saying, her issues, her problems are my problems. I am busy. I leave the house. I go to work. I put all the wrong things in my mouth during the day. There's coffee and donuts in the break room. That's what I'm snacking on. This works. So you can use my social media channels if you really want to get some more information. Again, on the next show, I'll have the experts here, and we'll dive a little bit deeper, deeper into the true nutrition of this. I don't think I need a story about the, the doctor that created this mm -hmm. plan for his daughter that was a kidney donor. Yes. That's a perfect system then for you. Absolutely. It, is. it works. Yeah. It works. It is pricey, but honestly, I totaled up what I was spending in fast food and dining out, and this is cheaper. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, there, there is a price tag. You have to buy the protein shakes. You buy the whole system. But I'm telling you, I feel amazing. I took a picture of my skin before I started this. Broke out everywhere. I mean, awful, awful, embarrassing, and now beautiful. No, and I'm absolutely. not tooting my own horn. No. It is not me. And, and it is tough. I mean, there are plenty of nights I go to bed hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> but weight doesn't come off if I'm full. Right. Weight doesn't come off because we just ordered a deep dish pizza. It, you know, it doesn't. And so once you start and you start seeing the scale move and you start seeing the clothes fit better, then it jump starts it. And now I'm on a roll. Well, you're talking about the pricing. If you were to go every day for fast food and buy something healthy, the salads, the baked potatoes, those kind of things are a little more expensive sure. than your $5 value meal that's, I don't know how many calories, but full of all kinds of bad stuff. For Absolutely. You, for sure. you can go to Taco Bell and eat well for five bucks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the Chick-fil-A salads, they cost more. You're right. right. You're yeah. exactly right. So when you look at the numbers and, and dollars you're spending, then sure, a plan like Isogenics makes sense. Uh, it, it makes sense for me. The program. Right. Yes, it's helping. Well, as I said earlier, I think you look absolutely fantastic all the time. Thank you, sweetie. I'm your number one fan. Ha ha. All right. But I have the beautiful Amy sitting right next to me, and I'm going to bring her in on this conversation because Amy, she loves fitness. And she's stunning and she works out. But this is someone for the other people that are listening who I, I bet 50% of you listening are more like me and, and you have the struggles. Maybe you have some weight on. Maybe you don't have weight on. You just want to get healthier. So you're following what I'm listening, getting tips. But there is a lot out there, Amy, that either want to implement a little bit more of what you do or have your lifestyle. All right. So I'm going to turn it over to you with the question. Tell me a little bit about your health and fitness. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm definitely not an expert, but um, it is important to me. Um, I, I have to get in the gym. It, it's my antidepressant, truly. Um, I have to make time for it, and so I, I'm blessed that I do have the time. Um, when I substitute teach, it's really hard to get there after I'm tired, but I sometimes just go and even do 30 minutes. But um, I, I, I get in there, I lift weights, I get my cardio in, I try to get in five days a week. Um, and then the other part of it, really, I love sugar. I'm addicted to sugar. <laughs> so um, I have to really be careful with my sugar intake. And, um, you know, as I've gotten older, I've realized I, I can't have my ice cream every night like I, I used to. 
Um, so I, I, you know, when I'm hungry after dinner, I just, I deny that craving most of the time. Um, but another big piece for me is I cook almost every night. You know, wow. we, we do eat out on the weekends, you know, and yeah. we're like every family. We'll get a pizza, whatever. Um, but, and I'm not a fancy cook, but I do cook almost every night. So Weeknights. go through the day with what you eat. So I'm envious of this. Oh, <laughs> I, I hope that, you know, when the weight is off and I, I kind of transition off of the isogen, uh-huh. that your diet becomes my diet. Well, you're sweet. I can't say I'm perfect at it because I'm really not. But, um, you know, I wake up in the morning. I have my tea. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I drink my tea. Um, and every morning I have my protein shake, either chocolate or vanilla. Um, and I throw in a bunch of other greens powder and maca powder. And it definitely gets a little chalky. Um, but... Every morning, it's my protein shake. Now, like this morning, they made bacon. I had a slice and a half of bacon. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm like just a, a slice and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not. I'd steal the plate. You know, I don't deny everything. You have to live your life. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would the yeah. experts, any you know, all yeah. the gurus out there, they would say that. Yeah. You know, you have to indulge, or you'll go crazy. Right. Uh, you know, again, I love sweets. I love donuts and things like that. You know, when I pass by Krispy Kreme, I drive past it. But if I'm having a a low day, and it's been three months since I've had a donut. I will pull into Krispy Kreme, and I will nothing eat wrong with that. Three, four, maybe, but um, you know, lunch I eat healthy. You know, salad with some meat on it. You know, maybe leftovers from dinner because I do cook pretty healthy for dinner. Um, throughout the day, you know, when I'm craving cookies at four o'clock, like most women, or chocolate or whatever. I try to go grab some almonds or, you know, a protein bar or something like that. Um, but am I perfect? No. I mean, there are times where I do grab the chocolate. Um, and for dinner, like again, I'm not a fancy cook. Um, I, I always make a meat because my husband loves meat. And so it's usually like, you know, some chicken on the grill or a turkey tenderloin. Or last night I made a fish that was on sale at Publix. Um, I always make a vegetable. A, a fresh vegetable last night I had we made green beans and then you know my carbs I try to keep it really healthy like if I make mac and cheese for the kids I will have a very small portion of that mac and cheese but last night I made beans so I eat a good amount of beans because that's really good and high yeah. in protein um, if I make rice you know rice is healthy but at that late in the day I'll just cut back a little bit on it the kids will eat more I like how conscious you are of all this, Mm -hmm. right? This is... This is your lifestyle, mm-hmm. and you've got four kids mm-hmm. going I was in different say directions. That. It's, yeah, it's you have a very four. busy, and mm-hmm. you know we we're close, and, yeah. and I know that you're always going in different directions. Mm-hmm. So for you to make this the priority, that is what I emulate. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you know, for me, I had to start from scratch. Right. You know, I had to start with this to get some way. weight off mm-hmm. and just jumpstart it. And again, mm-hmm. it's it's almost retraining for me mm-hmm. and reprogramming and getting used to the healthier choices and you know just yesterday I was extremely hungry my little hundred calorie snack but I was very physical at work I probably loaded no mm-hmm. joke 15 pieces of furniture and one of the tricks because I'm still not finding a ton of time to go to the gym uh, I my my secret to burning some extra calories is I put ankle weights on and mm-hmm. I go to work and it might look ridiculous but I'm telling you when I get in a bikini it will not it will help a and bikini with or without the ankle weights. without without okay. well, but it's it's little things that I have to I have to try to put in because I don't have an hour I had a nine o'clock meeting mm-hmm. 
and I had to shuffle the kids somewhere and my day started at, at you know I was at work at nine and, and a lot of people are and I didn't get home till almost 7 30 last night it was the first time I sat down all day it's a long day yeah so but I had my shakes I had my almonds mm-hmm. I had my string cheese so I ate perfect and I had a nice healthy dinner so. Well, it's terrific to have you here and Thank talk you. about this as well, the nutrition aspect and the health uh, side of things. But really the reason you're here is because of the wonderful idea you came up with called Compassion Station, the nonprofit you've created. Before we talk any uh, in-depth about it, just tell us a little bit about what, what what's the mission statement first? Well, um, we the mission statement is Compassion Station was started to involve our community and their families to take an active part in helping those in need. Um, well, that's great. But yeah. how, how did that begin? What so, was the origin of Compassion Station? So when, you know, the coronavirus started and everyone's in, you know, freak out mode, the news, you know, everyone's just, you know, sheltering in place and everything. Um, I'm at home with my four girls. Even my oldest from college is now at home. And, um, it's like, okay, well, what can we do? What can we do to help? You know, I'm not a nurse, you know, what can we do? And so I really feel like the Lord just gave me this vision one morning and I was watching the news and he said, you know, you can start right here in your neighborhood. You can start at the end of your street. And so I I called up um, five of my really good friends that live in the neighborhood and I mentioned the idea and I said, what do you think? You think this could work? We set up like little tables with bins and you know, every week we'll just pray about it and see where the need is. And they're like, let's do it. Let's go for it. So we started with five stations just kind of in front of our homes at the end of our streets, put little bins um, advertised on our community you know, website and stuff. And um, it blew up like it just took off. Our bins were full, um, you know, and then it spread to like 20 something stations even outside of where we live in different um, cities and now we're even in Texas we've got I think eight stations in Texas wow. now so it's just it's it, it's unbelievable why do you think it grew so quickly you know I think people like me felt helpless and was like okay how can how can I help and and it's amazing because people want to help even not so much us, the people in the community that are like, okay, well, that's easy. If we're collecting for the food pantry, I can grab a couple extra bags of groceries or, you know, so. So what's the primary focus? Who do you collect for? You know, it's, it's amazing because at first we thought, okay, after this week, what are we going to do after this week? And then it was like, people kept coming forward. Like, can we get your help? Um, what about collecting for the nurses and the doctor stations over at the local hospitals? They're working, you know, in the beginning, they were working 16-hour shifts with rarely a break. Um, so we collected for them. Uh, we collected for our local fire stations. All of our first responders, police stations, um, went in there and just flooded them with snacks just to show, you know, we appreciate you. Um, food pantries. We've got one right near us in our community that was seeing triple the amount of families coming in on a Saturday and they were in desperate need. I mean, they were running out of peanut butter and jelly and spaghetti sauce. And so this was during the shutdown. This was during the shutdown and it blew my mind. We raised over 14,000 pounds of food. And so, you know, it's just kind of been something, you know, just recently, I think two weeks ago, we collected for um, Mending the Gap. And they, um, they service about 600 low-income seniors in Gwinnett County. And so we provided things that, you know, I didn't even think about. You know, they needed, 
they needed, you know, um, their what do you call it? Their adult diapers. Uh, yes, bed you know, pads, bed pads. Hi- hygiene yeah. materials. Hi- yeah. Hygiene materials. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there were soaps. I, I yes. saw that collection. Deodorant, um, shampoo, yeah. conditioner, and even some food that they were needing. And so, honestly, now. It's just like every week it's, oh, there's this need, there's this need. It, the need is always going to be there. Even when coronavirus leaves, there's always needs in the community. You know? Sure, and the compassion station is literally a, a bin and yes. a table, and yep. people bring items and donate there specifically mm-hmm. for it, correct? So now mm-hmm. we've taken it a little bit further, yes. and we have a permanent home for compassion station in status. So, so as exciting. opposed to putting the bins out three to four times a week and right. just collecting in our area – uh, status is open seven days a week right. so we can use our channels and our social media and our newsletter and just try to pump it out but that was just one more way I personally I wanted to it. get involved and, I and wanted to help it's, so it's been great well and we've got a long way to go right you know the corona is still happening yes and let's see if this started what would you say late March uh-huh. to April uh-huh. I mean it's only June I know just, just tipping on July right now um, so yeah it's it's and there's so Just the many people out of work right now. People aren't really hearing a lot of that on the news, but, you know, we're hearing it everywhere. You know, companies are laying off. People are – so families are now suffering. There are always areas mm-hmm. of need, and there are always times when right. Compassion Station can help, and that's mm-hmm. terrific. But I want to ask you a little bit more deep question. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you see Compassion Station going? What's the vision? You know, the sky is the limit. Um, I – I see, I see so many things because, again, there's always going to be a need, and there may not just be a need here in Atlanta. I mean, there could be a natural disaster or something in another state. And, you know, I, I think the vision of Compassion Station is, okay, let's go. Let's go and help. Um, you know, I even see beyond feeding hungry or I see hurting families, people that need maybe, you know, my dream would be to have a retreat center in the mountains and be able to send families that need to get away or, you know, low income families that would never get a getaway or um, just, you know, I think it, it can take so many different angles. I think it can, um, you know, again, there's always going to be a need. There's always going to be company you know families that need help um so we just want to be here and we want to be available and you know ready to go and, and but I, we need the resources obviously right and i know you're going through the process now of being yes. qualified as a 501c3 yes getting excited. everything set up and ready to rock and roll with it and that's great we are. but you've also already had some terrific press um yeah. which is really exciting so before I steal your thunder and say what that was, you tell us about that press. Yeah. So um, Good Morning America reached out to us. And so um, they had me from my home because at the time they couldn't, you know, reporters couldn't come out. So we had to do it like live. Um, but they they interviewed me, which was really exciting to be, you know, on national TV. Um, WSB Radio interviewed us. And, you know, now now this. And I just think. It's going to keep going. Yeah. You know, the name's just spreading. It's a great name. And um, I think I think more of it's going to happen. I think because the passion behind it. Right. That's why it's spreading. It's like you said, you had it perfect. The sky's the limit. So I think it would be neat even to go to the front lines. Absolutely. Right. If we do a big collection and get some trucks and anything. Yep. Anywhere. All right. So. How can the listeners find you? How can they get involved? How can they donate? Let's say someone's listening right now from California mm-hmm. or even just here in Atlanta. Give yes. us your channels. Well, we do have a Facebook page. Uh, you can just look us up on Facebook under Compassion Station. 
but we also just started our new um, website and it's compassionstation.org and there's also a donate uh, button on there so you know we gladly accept any donations and we want to just assure everyone that we're going to put those donations to good use there are always so many people that are like needing help and school children that aren't able to get the food at the schools or you know whatever so we're just excited to help and, and, you know, make a difference. As a 501c3, the people will get the benefit, too, the tax benefit of yes. making that donation. I want to make sure right. that's stressed as well. And monetary donations as well as items, correct? Right. Yes. So I just wanted to thank you for being here. I'm just so excited to see where this goes, Me how too. many people you're going to help. I, You know, you are such a pillar in our community, and I can speak to you. You know, you've... I've been in many Bible studies that you've leaded. I know how you lead people. They just, there's something about you. You have this quality that people just gravitate towards. You. And you're putting this to work in a big, big, big way. And I don't think it's, you know, I, I can see why the Lord put this on your heart. And he knew that this is what it was going to be. So I'm excited for you. Excited I support you. you. Yeah, I want to, I'm just, we'll bring you back in well, a I few months God's and a year. God's taking the wheel on Yeah, it, and so. uh, just see where this goes. Thank you, Lita. Yeah. Thank you, Derek. You're going to be having Good Morning America as your guest. Oh, one time. Well, hey. <laughs> I see that down the road <laughs> at some point. It. And as always, Lita, you always pick the perfect guest to come in. You've had many that have come, and, and Amy, you're right there Thank among you. the best in, in what you do. And it's always great to have you come in and anybody else come in and talk about um, something like this. This is always terrific. Um, so it's great to have you here. And I know we covered a lot today, as we do with every show. We're here on a journey called Status Life with Lita. Make sure you send in your questions and comments to Status Life with Lita through the social media or the website. And Lita, I'm going to let you talk about that real quick. Sure. So I'm on every, well, I'm not on Twitter, so I can't say I'm on every social media platform, but you can find me on Instagram, Status Life with Lita, Facebook, the website, Status Life with Lita. If you have questions, if you want to talk about anything, even if it's from a previous show, send your comments, send your questions. It goes right to my email and I answer everything. I do my best to answer. I do get a lot. Um, but you know, I, I'll get to them. I don't sleep very much, so <laughs> we'll get to, to everything, but that's just how to reach out. Um, you know, likes, follows, all that stuff is great. But again, we're here as a platform to help you design your life and we cover different topics. We, you know, from a nonprofit to my weight loss journey, it's everything under the sun. Design so, trends. I mean, we can go through a whole list of all kinds of things you've covered. Absolutely. You know, as soon as Corona lifts or goes away, we're going to start traveling again. I mean, that's just, this is a lifestyle podcast and, you know, I hope everybody listening is getting a lot out of it. Yeah. And I encourage anyone that's downloaded the podcast or listens regularly, share it with your friends, let them know about it, because I think it's one that, that, uh, people would be interested in hearing more about and following. And remember, we're here to help you design your life. Well, thank you so much again for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Status Home Design and the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget that you can enjoy any of our podcast episodes anytime by visiting Business Radio X, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. This program is also available in your favorite podcast app. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes, and you've been listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. Thank you.